You're listening to the Vineyard Community Church Podcast. For more information, visit vccmountcomfort.org. Well, it's my privilege today to bring the Word. And I am so excited. And I want to thank Pastor Rick for that privilege. Because handling the Word, sharing the Word, is always a privilege and it's always a responsibility that it may be spoken clearly. So, Lord, I pray you would stretch out your hand to your servant. And Lord, that you would bring a clarity and a beauty of truth that we might honor today, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can you all say amen with me? Amen. All right, Marcus. Dynamite will do. (laughs) We've been running the Alpha series here for the last couple of months, and that is a series that allows people to explore Christianity um, in a very informal setting. And so we had what they call a Holy Spirit retreat last week. We had a day where we all gathered together. And there was a part of one of the videos that was powerful for what we want to share today about the Holy Spirit hovering over people to bring life. And so I want to thank Sue Henley publicly and Ken for assisting me technologically. And I want to thank Michelle Dibdell who prepared the few slides that we're going to see today. So this video clip is going to run five to six minutes. I want you to picture, close your eyes a moment, and I want you to picture a formless void that's dark, and the Spirit of God is hovering over the as yet unformed earth, and as the Spirit hovers, creation comes. And this clip shows that in various forms. And so that was to introduce the Holy Spirit and his creative power over the earth and over people. Pastor, would you go ahead and bring up the lights, please? And uh, let's go to my first slide, Sue. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Nobody stops your word. Nobody stops our reverence and our love to you, Father. So come, Holy Spirit. All right. The video clip also depicted some of the people that God touched with his Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. One was a craftsman that God breathed upon by his Holy Spirit to create beautiful tools and instruments for the temple. Another was the prophet Isaiah. And we're going to be looking at some of what he said this morning. Another was upon the prophet Joel who said that in the last days, God would pour out his spirit upon all people and that men and women would prophesy. Mm-hmm. We are in those days now. It is upon us, all men and women, that the spirit has been poured out. Hallelujah. What a privilege for us to have been chosen to live in this day and in this hour. We could have lived in Old Testament times when the Spirit only came and spoke occasionally to certain people for certain tasks. 
and how mighty and great those were, Abraham, Moses. But how privileged we are to live at a time when God is with us. He is our God. We are his people. And so it seems very fitting today that I would start today out with a story of motherhood, uh, a story of a child being born. And this is really my own testimony of the prophet, the prophetic spirit coming up on all flesh. I was home with my dad in Ohio a couple weeks ago, and he's a 94-year-old wonderful gentleman. I learned about God from my dad, and he and I had gone out for ice cream, and we were sitting outside the ice cream shop having our ice cream, enjoying the day, when a woman and two younger women and a tiny baby approached, and they too sat outside. And I couldn't stop looking at them. My eye was just drawn to them. And I felt something well up in me that I almost couldn't contain. And I realized that had to be her very, the, the mother's very first grandchild. And so I continued to watch them while Dad and I ate our ice cream. And finally, as Dad and I got up and ready to leave, I said to Dad, I've got to go speak to this woman. So I walked over to her and I said, is this your first grandbaby? And she got this big smile on her face, yes. And so we talked about the sweetness of becoming a grandparent and that nothing in life quite duplicates that. And then as I got ready to leave, I sensed finally the word of the Lord. I got it. Oh, God has something to say here. And I put my hand on her shoulder and I said, I believe God wants you to know that this child is going to be a special blessing in your life. And she burst out into tears. And I put my hand on her shoulder and I, when we left, the spirit of God has been poured out on all flesh that we might speak love and truth and edification. I don't know what was going on with that mother, that grandmother, but she looked up to me through her tears and said, thank you, I needed to hear that. So I don't know if this had been a troubled pregnancy or there was trouble between the mother and the grandmother. I don't know any of the details, but God did. And he knew she needed to hear what a blessing that baby was, no matter how that circumstance had come about. Isn't that wonderful? So our truth-telling today starts with another mother. Her name was Mary. And the Spirit of God was going to come upon her. And Isaiah prophesied, and the virgin will be with child. The angel of the Lord came to Mary and said, Mary, you have found great favor with the Lord, and you will be the mother of the Most High. And Mary said, Lord, be it done to me according to your word. The virgin will be with child. What a particularly touching event that is to remember and to recall today on Mother's Day. 
The Holy Spirit overcame her. He overshadowed her. It makes me wonder, was it in the same way the Holy Spirit overshadowed the unformed earth? Now we see, again, that Holy Spirit being poured out. Not on everyone yet. Jesus hadn't come. And so when it came time, Mary brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. And the baby was named Jesus, as the angel had told the father, Joseph. Jesus, because he would save the son. He would save the people from their sins. So again, we see the continuing outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus came, the word became flesh and dwelt among them. He dwelt among mankind on earth. He lived with his mother and father, and the Bible says he grew in wisdom and in stature. That means bodily form. And he was obedient to them, the scripture says. And so he lived for about 30 years in the earth. And then the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus yet again. He went to be baptized in the River Jordan by, oddly enough, his, I think, second cousin, John the Baptist. And when he came up out of the water, the Bible says, the heavens opened and the Spirit descended on him as in the form of a dove. And a voice from heaven was heard crying, this is my beloved Son, whom I love and with whom I am well pleased. And so we see again the Holy Spirit coming upon Jesus and so Jesus lived in the earth, healing people, delivering them from all kinds of illness, from demonic oppression. He even raised the dead. And so I want to read a couple of scriptures just to summarize some of the magnitude of Jesus' life as he lived here. This is in Matthew. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. And news spread about him all over Syria. And people brought to him those who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, the paralyzed, and he healed them. Let's say that together. And he healed them. I thought it was befitting of Mother's Day as well to read yet another account. Not only did Jesus heal and preach the kingdom of God, he also raised the dead. And probably one of the ones, examples that we're most familiar with is he raised his friend Lazarus from the dead. But the one I want to read today is about a widow. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd was with him. And as he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, 
the only son of a mother, and her a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her. And he reached out and said, don't cry. And then he went up and touched the coffin. And those carrying it stood still. And Jesus said, young man, I say to you, rise up and walk. The dead man sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. Life. I just want to hang on to that just a minute. The fact that Jesus saw this mother's grief. How many of us as mothers have grieved how many of us have yet to grieve? I want to remind you, the Lord sees that. He hears it, and he will move to comfort you. Not only that, he will move miraculously in times. Let's not lose that wonderful part of our Lord and our Savior. So this kind, loving, generous, merciful, forgiving, just man, our Lord Jesus Christ, walked the earth and ministered about three years. And then he was betrayed. He was arrested. He was beaten, put on trial and was commanded to be executed by crucifixion. Jesus hung on the cross for about six hours, the, 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 the scripture tells us, from about nine in the morning till about three in the afternoon. And he suffered an agonizing process of death because death on the cross brings suffocation slowly but surely. And finally, about mid-afternoon, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, It is finished! Yes, let's say that. It is finished! What was finished? Did Jesus realize his body was finally ready to, to, to die? No! No! He knew that he had finished the work that the Father had sent him to do. And that was to reach out to lost mankind, to, to reconcile us back to the Father, back to our original design, to bring forgiveness of sins once and for all. Oh, yeah. It is finished. Wow. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Yes, thank you, Jesus. But, but the truth doesn't end there. The truth doesn't end there. In three days after his death and his burial, Jesus was resurrected from the grave. Death did not swallow him. Death could not have any victory over Jesus. 
The Bible goes on to say, death, where, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? Thanks be to God for his gift of life. Thanks be to God that the grave did not hold Jesus and it does not hold us. Thanks be to God that we will join Jesus in his resurrection. Amen? Amen? And so, Holy Spirit, your word has been preached. The gospel of the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ has been given. We declare it as truth. And now we pray. Stretch out your hand to us, O Lord, and bring your miraculous signs and wonders, your healings, your setting free those who are held captive. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so I want you to stand with me now, please. So we say, come, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and confirm the very word of truth and light that we have shared this morning, that we have rehearsed from creation, from your conception, your life, your life among us. The word became flesh and dwelt among us in our Lord Jesus Christ. And how he suffered and died was buried. And how he rose again, according to the Father's word, according to the Father's mighty power. And now, he lives in us. His spirit released over all flesh, over all men and women, boys and girls. And we say, come, come, O Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To receive more audio content from The Vineyard, click the subscribe button in iTunes.